Hey everyone, first off, I'd like to make a correction. During Moments with Mama, which is at the very, very end of all my Bachelor recaps, Mother, on more than one occasion, uses the term Fantasyland. Using context clues, she either means the fantasy suite date or the actual fantasy suite. At one point, we even get a fantasy island. I feel it's necessary to disclaim that this recap is in no way affiliated with the Disney Corporation or Ricardo Montalban. It was past her bedtime, and I think we should just all agree to roll with the flow, like Hannah Ann seems to be doing, and Victoria. Madison, not so much. Some guy in Austin and I break down the conversations, the dramatic pauses, the tears, the voice infliction, the likes, and all the idiosyncrasies of the episode. Thank you for like joining us each week. It's like our pleasure to like bring you all of the like details of the show. We like love doing it. It's like super important. Y'all know that. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 156 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Ray. I'm here with some guy in Austin, and we are talking fantasy suites today from The Bachelor. Peter's journey to find love is quickly ending in Australia, and we're at the very, very popular fantasy suite dates. Well, two out of the three fantasy suite dates, and a lot was left open last night mm, that was not a good wow. way to phrase <laughs> i don't know if you want to edit that out or you i think you should leave it in there frankly but well there's another thing you don't really want to say for fantasy suite Uh, Fantasy Suite Week makes every single oh thing God. sound dirty. Oh my God, I'm so hot. I'm so hot right now. I've got hives. Oh, my face is turning brown. Oh my gosh. What is my mother going to say on this? Good Lord. And by, just, just to bring things back to reality real quick before we go on Fantasy Suites, I'm always impressed at, uh, at your, your mom's just serious tone when she's evaluating every episode. She just she, She's committed <laughs> Um, she's clearly thought through. You can uh, hear the she, papers rustling on yes. her legal pad. <laughs> and she's emotionally affected by what's gone on in the last two hours of her life. I'm very, I love it. I love uh, You should just lead with that every week. So just set the tone. At any rate, uh, uh, well, now, that you're, now that you're not blushing anymore, let's let's get back uh, to fantasy suites. You should hear the unedited version. That woman talks for six or seven minutes and I say, Mom, we got to cut this down. Uh, she's also, she's, she loves a dramatic pause and I keep telling her that does not work on a podcast, mom. You cannot dramatic pause. Anyway. All right. Fantasy suites. First of all, we start where we left off last week. As you remember, Madison was in her sparkly jumpsuit that she borrowed from Cher's closet in 1967. And she has asked Peter for some alone time and they go sit on that roaming bench out on the tarmac. In your opinion, did she say anything that he could hold on to knowing what it was that she wanted to say, which was, I can't stay here 
if you are intimate with the other two ladies in the fantasy suite. Did that ever come out of her mouth, first of all? Second of all, do you think she got a bad edit? Because I feel like at the end, she did say that she was very clear. But in that moment, it didn't seem clear to me at all. They they talked around each other. It was clear enough. Okay. Okay. Uh, but but here here's the thing, and and we're gonna she needs to be held accountable for this whole thing because Hannah Ann had a couple valid points, but talk about wait until the last minute to bring it up. Mm-hmm. I thought that now the way Peter handled it, we, we can talk about that because I have my own opinions. But you know that's a grenade in his lap, mm-hmm. literally <laughs> minutes before he leaves for Australia. You know, yes. I mean, and so. What else is he going to do? I don't know. But yeah. yes, I, I will say that I, although um, she was uh, fumbling, inarticulate. And by the way, when has the word virgin been outlawed on this show? I don't know. Because that, mean, that, has not, that has not ever been said. And then she never said the phrase, saving myself for marriage, until later on the date. She didn't say it on the tarmac. Again, could be weird editing. But she never said... I don't want you to sleep with anybody if if I will leave if you sleep with somebody. And he never said, I'm not going to sleep with anybody. So, th- th- but, they, but they talked around each other. Right. I mean, consider yourself warned uh, is sort of how that conversation went. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it's so hard to tell because, like you said, there's an edit. And we don't know. You know, clearly he's got an impression of who she is from her parents. And, you know, you'd have to think something like that. Um, would even be mentioned in some sort of ancillary way in their discussions with the father and the mother and the sisters and whoever else he talked to. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I will say my impression is he knew, he knew exactly what the issue was before he left that tarmac. Okay. And I would, I would say that, I would say that too. I would say that too. Even though it wasn't specifically stated, you're exactly right. It, you knew what was being said without being said and then in the next moments we're in Australia which is great and we see Madison you know this is just a hard week for her what's she gonna do and she's in her little apartment going back and forth oh and look here's wait, Hannah Ann click <laughs> I thought and I thought well that's nice of Hannah Ann to come oh wait a minute they're actually staying in the same place that is the worst that is once again when you of course it's genius but that's once again when all of these girls are looking at the producers going seriously are you kidding me it's just chase rice all over again you're gonna stick us all in the same airbnb and ask us to just have conversations with each other you know what i didn't realize too until hannah ann came home was and again, I don't think it was an edit. I mean, I think she walked straight from the fantasy suite right back home to mm-hmm. you know and walked through the door and was like, "Hey, how was it?" You know, mm-hmm. like, like golly, <laughs> and you could just see the wheels turn in mm-hmm. Madison's head. Um, you know, and then then she says, um, "You know, that's a strange position for." you to put Peter in. And I thought, well, how many positions did he put you in Hannah? Ann? I mean, give me a break. I thought it's weird for everybody. <laughs> it really is because then they say things. How was it? Good. Yeah. What'd you guys do? Oh, you mean before dinner? Oh yeah. Let's just, let, let's limit the scope of the discussion to before 8 PM. Um, yeah. before I'm feeling the, uh, walls of the, uh, uh, the bathroom, like invasion of the body snatchers. You remember when Donald Sutherland comes out of the egg? Remember, like when he's in that egg sack and he pushes through it. That's okay. what that reminds me of. 
anyway, somebody said Titanic on my text list, but I'm like, no, that's too obvious. You got to go with Invasion of the Body Snatchers. No, Titanic is way more more romantic than Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Mm -mm. I just have a hard time thinking that that, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was about 105 pounds in that movie. (laughs) I have a hard time thinking he could carry a wet, soaked Kate Winslet across the entirety of the ship. I just, I've Mm. always had a problem with that. When you love somebody. Mm. Near, far, wherever wherever you are. are. Yeah. My heart will go on. I don't know about yours, but mine will. Jax didn't because she hogged the freaking (laughs) floaty thing at the end there. And then she said, I'll never let go. And then she let go. Mm. Exactly. Well, and the other thing that she could have done, I mean, okay, so you lose a couple toes. I mean, dangle your feet off the edge of the thing and give him half of it, you know? I mean, anyway, we can talk. That's a whole other post. That's a whole other podcast. We'll do that later. We'll do that later. Okay, let's talk about Hannah Ann goes first. You have a theory about who goes first in in the order. We knew Madison would go last because that's just me. And so... Hannah Ann gets to jet ski. <laughs> As you but, but said, you, it's the but, lame day. But you know, in the production meeting, like they've got all their faces, you know, and they've got a kind of a whiteboard to, you know, geog- geographically say, okay, the back guy with the luggage is going to move this here and the, the limo is going to pick up here. So they're, they're planning. And you know, the first thing is like, all right, let's talk about who goes first and second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there mm-hmm. was never, Mm-mm. there was never a discussion about, nope. yeah, she was always in the third spot. Always, yes. Always third. And Hannah Anna goes, Hannah Anna. I Hannah, keep saying yeah. that. Um, if you had to, if you had to boil her date down into one word, what would it be? Let's see, Hannah Ann's date in one word. Yeah. Um, simple. Okay. Boring, maybe. <laughs> um, I, but here, here, here's the deal, though. I was very impressed. Were you? Let's hear well, for, why. For two ways. Okay. Be, because she. And, and this is why I've been impressed with her all season. She clearly understands she's on a reality show where the guy's expected to do what he, exactly what he did, mm-hmm. right? And she said, and I, look, I'll give her credit. That probably wasn't an easy thing for her to say. As much as she, you know, we, we can be cynical about her motives and wanting to be famous and Instagram, whatever. But she clearly has feelings for the guy. And she said, look, I know you got to do what you got to do. And I'm just going to, you know, I know where I'm at and what kind of show I'm on. And normally mm-hmm. I wouldn't be comfortable with that, but mm-hmm. do what you got to do. Yeah. And you could just see the weight off his shoulders. Yeah. Like, okay, now I can, you know, I mean, as weird and disrespectful as what he did to what's her face is, mm-hmm. I still think that I was impressed by that because that took probably a lot of um, self-control and a lot of restraint. Now, look, it's weird and it's not something normal people would be okay with. Yeah. But I thought that she's completely self-aware of what she's gotten herself into. And that manifested itself later when she was talking to um, Madison and said, mm-hmm. look, this is what you signed up for. Exactly. You know? um, exactly. Which I think is all on Madison. So I, anyway, I was impressed with her, but I thought the date was boring. Uh, and I thought uh, he repeated a lot of the same stuff he's repeated in the past. Yeah. I feel a little bit different from, from you. My viewpoint was she saying all of that to 
make sure he knows that he has an out with her because I don't think she really cares about him. So she's looking like she's doing things to help him along and she's saying, hey, however it ends, I'm okay. You do what you have to do. It's going to be great. Don't worry about me because I think she's like, I don't really care about you and I don't really want, I just want to go to paradise. I think that's a valid take on it because mm-hmm. um, that would certainly explain her lack of um, jealousy or yeah. her ability to sort of set those feelings aside and say, you know, go ahead and do what you're going to do. Yeah. Um, I was surprised she didn't say. It's a lot easier when you're in that <laughs> position to be like, you know, uh oh. Um, but uh, the other thing that um, I want to pat myself on the back for is I was right about the gradual nature of the dates. Remember when we talked about how the the uh, the risk for venereal disease right. is inversely related to the um, sophistication and the money spent on your fantasy date? Absolutely. So jet skis, I mean, they just borrowed those from they a couple did. dudes, you know. <laughs> Gave him 50 bucks. And then and they, said, abandoned, Hold on. <laughs> they abandoned one in the middle of the ocean. Um, and then uh, the second date was a little more sophisticated. That yeah. was, uh, what, what did Victoria do? I can't Victoria, remember. Victoria, they, well, they hel- went in a helicopter. It's, and that's then, expensive. That yeah. is. And then they landed on a waterfall so they could yeah. get the drone out and take pictures of them kissing on top of the waterfall, right. which is what they did. They barely talked, or we didn't really hear anything other than communication is a big problem with us. Or, really? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Communication is a big problem with us. And and it was important. Why does, why does, uh, it why so does, important. Why, why does, all, why do R's and T's in the word important get eliminated in the show? I don't, is I don't know, but we're going to, when we do our young people podcast, let me just say that three or four people have reached out to me saying, if you're serious about that, I will be on your podcast about your young people. Yeah. Why do they do things? And I, do I'm going to take them up on it. Yeah. But we'll ask them that. Why you have to go up at the end of every sentence and say, I don't know what you want from me and important. She goes, I'm excited. Remember? When, <laughs> I mean, I was like, golly. Do, do you remember that when he like kind of half hugs her? And he's like, we're going to go in a helicopter and see the Gulf Gold Coast. And she goes, oh, I'm excited. I'm Just excited. kind of this like Kardashian, like, you know, who gives a <laughs> about this date. And that's the impression I got. She okay. just seemed like, let's yeah. get to the fantasy suite. I know I'm going home. Let's just, you know, let's just get there and do what we're going to do. Okay. That's how I felt about it. But I also felt a little bad for her because in light of the revelations uh, last week, and let's just remind people that, you know, it, it's apparent that um, while Peter is looking for marriage, she has apparently been out looking for married men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well mm-hmm. um, allegedly. Yeah. Um, but someone with that sort of pathology, I mean, maybe attaches that physical part of the relationship to, you know, yeah. translates to love, love or something. I felt, exactly. I felt like that's where she was and I kind of felt bad for her. Um, I felt like maybe she would be better off being sort of the semi villain and creating a good Instagram following without mm-hmm. Peter. That's, a- mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing that we learned from, I mean, their date was kind of, it, oh, look, pretty. And then they go to dinner and you're thinking, uh-oh, is she going to get up and walk away? Is she going to cry? She cried a little bit. But he, he would, she would say, I'm not used to this. I'm not used to people liking me. I don't know why they did that. And Peter would say, yes, you do. Yes, you do. You know why yeah. they did that. And he's, he's challenging kind of, her. Yes. What, he was he, challenging her because that's what people do in relationships. That's Lindsay. right. 
and he wants her to challenge him back. And of the three, she is the challenger. Hannah Ann's the safe one. Victoria's the challenger. And I guess Madison is the question mark where he doesn't you know if he can be with her. Wait a you, you wouldn't say, um, be the religious leader of my life and don't sleep with anyone on Fantasy Week is not challenging? Well, yes, I can see it that way. I do. I do. But he's wanting somebody to... She's doing it in a nice way, I guess, from a moral standpoint. I think Victoria just wants to fight with people. Or she wants somebody to fight for her, maybe. I'm not sure. I, I think, thought what she said, how do you feel like what she said about her past relationship where her voice was never heard and she gets defensive? I thought that made sense. It right? did make sense. You, you don't get beat down so long before you shut down. Um, yeah. But, you know, if she to, to I guess, you know, to make a larger point, if she's conscious of that, um, she clearly hasn't done anything about it. You know, mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. it's hampering her ability, whether we think she's sincere or not, to. Mm-hmm you in a meaningful relationship, whether it's with Chase Rice or Hunter Hayes or, or married guy down the street. We don't know. Guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's so important. It's so important <laughs> for you to, and they go to the fantasy suite and Hannah, Anna, she and Peter kind of had dessert over there, but not Victoria. They go straight to the bedroom and oh, yeah. it was not, not a whole lot of, we didn't see a whole lot of, footage from that not that we ever do but you know hannah ann is up against the the door and then we have victoria i think they're on the bed but then it cuts away to the next morning Mm -hmm. and oh isn't this sweet and in this fun i don't think we had a cutaway from hannah anna's you know why overnight why you know why we didn't because peter said he had been intimate and the implication was with just one One person person and Mm. i think you know how awkward and i know we're sort of shifting around a little bit though but remember when Victoria and uh, Madison are sitting there on the on the discussion couch, mm-hmm. and uh, Hannah Ann comes home from her date. Yeah, and then we know Victoria is like in the cannon, getting ready to be launched. Right. You know, right. Madison's on the sidelines, just sweating. Right. And and Hannah Ann just showered off whatever went on last night. Mm. And I thought, man, this is this is awful. Awful. Like, I was cringing, and I never cringe like that i thought man but even like hannah and then they then victoria leaves like okay bye my turn um and and, uh hannah and sits there one ticket please (laughs) i mean i just i was surprised like you know i mean she didn't say like, do they have birth control? Should I should I stop by the just by the sundry shop at the resort? Um, just wondering, Hannah Ann. Um, just want to be prepared. No, they put him in the treasure chest. We saw exactly. that. When he exactly, was... that's right. With Hannah Brown, that's right. Look, we have breakfast and we have uh, oh dessert and some wine and the appropriate. Oh, they they call that. No, I know you don't travel like I do, but but the new thing in a lot of these fancier hotels, oh, you yeah. know how they have like bar and then they have candy and all that stuff and some you know some fancier ones they have like a whole smorgasbord of stuff you know that you can pick up for like eight dollars for a Reese's bar or whatever Mm -hmm. Um, now they have what's called the intimacy kit oh yeah it's it's a package of what one would expect um Uh you know um and and it costs you know 20 to 30 dollars usually and it's usually just sitting there right next to the candy bars (laughs) (laughs) hotels. Um, but it's it's affectionately known as the intimacy is kit. Is it and open? 
and you know no, it's what's in, in like it, a, or is it a yeah, little yeah, box yeah. and you don't in know like what's cellophane. in it? It's, well, the one I mean, there, there's different versions, but it's in like a cellophane thing, and it's got you know various yes, and some you know things to things. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, I mean, uh-huh. it, got it, got it, got it, got yeah, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, you know, God bless. The, and I always think of the, I always I always picture like. The, the guy in his garage that just stayed like at a Hilton and thinking, man, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. Like what, what, what hasn't been thought of yet? And to get that in every hotel room across the country, God bless the sales guy who talked to whoever he had to talk into doing that um, across the country. So, um, but anyway, next time you're in a, in a fancy hotel, okay, uh, well, you know, the new thing, it's the new thing, the intimacy kit, the $30 condom. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, now we go to Madison. It's finally her turn. They have a date where they ride an elevator to floor 77 of the building, and then they put on jumpsuits and they Stairmaster the rest of the way up. Now, you you and I are creative type writer types, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's just appreciate this for what it is. Now, again, we've talked about the graded um, expense nature of the dates uh, in relation to the risk of some sort of disease. Correct. Right. So it's, it's at its height here, but now look, Madison, um, is, is the V word. She's a virgin and maybe they retired that word on Colton season. Maybe who knows? Cause they said it every other word. Maybe they, they, they polled and they said they're sick of it. Saving for marriage is mm. a better youth. Mm-hmm. But regardless, she's never, um, been intimate. Um, so what do they do? They take her to the biggest phallic shaped <laughs> object on the entire gold coast and they make her climb it. <laughs> And conquer it. Yeah. Like King Kong. <laughs> <laughs> with the guy she's not going to sleep with in two hours. I just, the, the symbolism was brilliant. I mean, it was just great. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> was cool you know oh, really was it? Me? Oh my gosh. It felt like exercise to me. Just no, you know really made me angry mm. was how many times they said, oh my God. Mm, okay, I did not notice that. I just kept I thinking, wow, more on. stairs. I had subtitles on. It was just oh. every freaking step was, <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, this is crazy. This so is, it's like, all all they're doing is is well, I mean, it's it's neat, it's cool. They're going upstairs, so they're on the outside of the building, climbing this to the point of this tower, and they but they're they're locked in. Like you're on a Mardi Gras float or a Disney nothing, float. Nothing's gonna happen. Nothing's I mean, gonna happen. Yeah. But they're but every time they go up another level, it's ah, ah, and then they have to stop and lean and take a picture. And then everybody in my watching party was going, Are they gonna jump? Are they gonna scale <laughs> down? What are they gonna do? What what are they gonna do? Are they jumping? Are they parachuting? What's happening? And I went, No, they're just climbing. That yeah. that's it. We're done. What? Yeah. That's all you do? And I was like, Yeah, stairmaster. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, it's so funny that uh, you had that take us, uh, uh, this is some guy. I thought, I, I was like, that's kind of cool. You know, it probably cost, you know, a few hundred bucks if you're going to do it on your own. You know, why not do it for free? And she was like, no, that looks, that looks terrible. I would much rather just relax <laughs> and do nothing. This is also the same woman who I think I've told this story before, but it's, it makes me laugh because, uh, you know, like they're doing their in the moment and it was Peter or somebody said, I just want someone who challenges me in a relationship. I want, I want, I want to marry my best friend, someone who challenges me. And she looks at me, she goes, I don't want you to challenge me. I just want you to leave me alone. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's fair. (laughs) I would want one of those old lady chairs that go, "Mm," 
up the stairs and just take me up that way. That would be fun. But man, because they were having to stop every five seconds because of altitude and it's catching their were, breath. It's good thing Peter didn't smoke. I mean, that would have been dangerous. <laughs> um, so yeah, they do that, and then they they there's literally five minutes worth of metaphors about oh, sure. climbing yeah. Yeah. and scaling things mm-hmm. and feeling safe and feeling secure <laughs> and being strapped in and all this stuff. Um, and then and then um, she. We cut. This is what another thing that got me is is they they hug and kiss and all that stuff, and then it's evening time, mm. and then they cut to Madison and she's walking toward Peter to go to dinner, and it, it looked like she was, I mean, it looked like she was marching to a funeral. I mean, yeah. it was she was just like so her body language was so hunched over and mm-hmm. just defeated. So mm-hmm. I, I, clearly rough on her. I think that was sincere. Yeah, she knew what was coming and. It took about 30 minutes for them, again, not to talk. Bottom line is, she said, I told him that I wouldn't want to be here anymore if he was intimate with the other people. And he was intimate. He made the choice to be intimate with other people or someone else. We don't know if it was both or just one. And he is very upset about this he he actually cries and Mm. she she has to get up and walk away from the table to collect her thoughts but then he comes and finds her and there were about two moments where i thought oh she's going down because he would he does that forehead to forehead thing and i thought he's about to kiss her he's about to kiss her and then she she put her hands up and then she pulled her hands back down yeah i was yelling she'd lean in and then she'd lean back out so i I remember when when, uh before that when when he he was a little indignant when, when okay, look, let's say, let, let's break this down a little more. Cause okay. I think it's, I think it's worth saying. So I think what he's mad at is the blind side right the now. Timing. Granted, if he'd had his eyes open the entire season, he probably could have figured that out. Mm-hmm. Um, but at one point she even basically says, look, I'm, I, I, she, I mean, without saying it, she says, look, I made out all over my dad's basketball floor. Um, I, I did some pillow fighting and some things. I basically, I compromised my, yeah. my, my, um, what I'm comfortable Values. with. Yeah. Right. Um, and then she says, but this one thing I can't, I'm drawing mm-hmm. a line in the, in the, at the door of the fantasy suite. You know, I'm, I'm just not going to do that. And so my problem with it is, is twofold. One is that she knew what she was getting, what she was signing up for. Um, you know, the, the whole take on Peter prior to the season was this four windmill thing, you mm-hmm. know, with, with Hannah Ann. I mean, you know, what does he expect? She expect that's number one. Number two is I thought the timing was unfair, you mm-hmm. know, like, like he's, he's already, I mean, let's to use the metaphor of the season. I mean, the plane's already headed down the runway and she's like, well, by the way, if you take off, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not going to be here. Mm-hmm. So he gets really indignant and he says, um, you mean you, you would, uh, walk, walk away. away. What happens? What happened here this week? And both me and Mrs. Some guy looked at the TV. were like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I would." Yeah, yeah, I told you that. Yeah, that was I, her deal breaker. Uh, that was her deal breaker. And I think another layer of that was you're so right when you say she's she felt like she's compromised a, a few of her values and and done things that she probably wouldn't have wanted to do. But she's fine with that. She's going to she's gonna move on from that. This is her one deal breaker. Yep. I was trying to think about timing. And um, 
part of me is thinking that she said, well, if he likes me enough to take me to Fantasy Suites, then that's when I'll tell him. If I don't get to Fantasy Suites, who cares? So if he likes me enough to get to Fantasy Suites, she gets the rose. And in that moment, she says, okay, I'm going to go say this. And I think that is simply her way, timing, whatever. I think that's simply her way of saying, hey, if I'm last, then... I need you to know if, if you're, if you like me right now before these other two, then I need you to know this would be a deal breaker for me. And, and to her point, she said later, and it was, he, he, I told him that and he went ahead and did it. And so that's, that's it for me. But she also said, I would not feel comfortable you getting down on one me and asking me to marry you whenever you just slept with somebody six days ago. Yeah. Which, and that's I mean, valid. That's a fair point. Of course it's valid. I, I just, I don't, and that, that's what I don't get is he goes, he seems to think it's, it you know, I, I thought he, he seemed to just ignore, you know, what the request was. Now, look, what, you know, she said, I'm not giving you an ultimatum, but you know, in effect, did, yeah. it was an ultimatum. Yeah. And so, um, you know, when, when someone says like, like I remember my, my mom, when she used to get frustrated with us when we were kids, she would say, fine, do what you want. And mm-hmm. what that meant was, if you do it, I'm going to be twice as mad as yeah. I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's usually how it worked out. Um, but you know, so she gave him the ultimatum and he just, he barreled right over it. He didn't, mm-hmm. I mean, there was no hesitation at all. I mean, do you, you think saw with- he, he thought she was do you think that he just thought she doesn't mean it or no, this is where I'm going? No, okay. no, no. I, I think he thought he had to get out of jail, jail free card because at one point he says, do you think we can get through this? And I think that's what he was counting on was it's, it's, it's oh, better there at the end when they're forehead right. kissing. Okay. Yeah. It's easier to ask for forgiveness, forgiveness. than it is permission. permission. And, and I think that he thought, Okay, it's the bachelor. At some point, she's going to realize this whole thing is about the bachelor, and we're going to be able to patch this up. So that's what I thought would happen. Okay. Now, at that point, she walks away. They, he kisses her forehead, and she walks away. He does not break down into tears and and talk about. I can't believe she left. I can't believe she's gone. I can't believe this happened. And because if he's crying at the table for her just saying, "Yeah, I was. I, I meant that," then he would truly be breaking down if she literally walked away and got on the plane and came back to America. So my question is: We didn't have a rose ceremony. First of all, do you think the rose ceremony is going to be before Women Tell All, which is next week? Or do you think that rose ceremony is going to be the very beginning of the finale? I think it'll be at the beginning of okay. Women Tell All. Women Tell oh, All. Women Tell All. Okay. I think okay. I have to do it next week. Do you think she shows up? See, okay, here's the deal. I say yes and I say no because I can argue both sides. I think whenever we stopped and it shows Victoria and Hannah Anna standing there and somebody whispers, where's Maddie? If you look on the Home Depot rose pedestal, it has two roses. So he's expecting, or producers are expecting, or they're wanting him to think that a third person is coming, that Maddie is coming. Does she come? I don't know. Does she come and then tell him, hey, I can't do this? Because in that moment, he's wearing the same outfit. Um, A limo is driving away. So it feels like someone was put in a limo, but he's also not crying, heaving tears either. He's just standing there 
somberly. We also have Hannah Ann saying, I want to be chosen. I mean, I'm here for a reason. I'm here for a purpose. I want to be chosen. Yeah, you know, default. So maybe there was a default rose because Maddie leaves. And then Victoria and Hannah Ann both get the rose. And she's kind of irritated by that because essentially Madison is leaving because of her values. He's not kicking her off. She's choosing to remove herself. And then later it shows Peter in normal clothes, but he's in some sort of hallway situation saying, I'm so, so, so sorry. And he's sort of teary, but it's not a rose ceremony moment. So maybe he's getting rid of somebody. Let's just say he does. Let's just say that's Victoria. And so we have Hannah Ann is the only one standing and yeah, you know what I think? Hmm. A win's a win. I mean, this is this is like you know the opposing team fumbles um, on the goal line because they call a bad play. You know, like you, you got to take the V. I mean, if you're really in it to win it, doesn't yeah. matter how you get there. She didn't cheat. Sure. I mean, other than stealing a champagne bottle from Kelsey. Sure. Um, but that's you know that's champagne under the bridge. <laughs> champagne up the nose, I guess. Actually, up the nose under the yeah. bridge. But then. Whenever he's talking to his mom and she's saying, don't let her go, go get our girl. I feel like she's talking about Madison because I feel Peter walked in and said, hey, mom, y'all are going to meet two great girls, Victoria and Hannah Ann. And her mom's going to say, what about Madison? Oh, she chose to remove herself. And the mom's going to say, uh-uh, go get her. Or is that mom talking about Hannah Brown? Because he clearly still loves her based on episode one when he couldn't form sentences when she walked in a room. Yeah, I, I think Hannah Brown's out of it. I think I've given you my thoughts on that because I, I just don't think – I think she overstayed her welcome. I told mm-hmm. you that. And I think that that's that – they're just – her time on the show is over. Yeah. Um, now, were you or were you not distracted by the 14 Bachelor shows that are launching – Mm-hmm. Did you watch the commercials? I did, yes. Okay, so we got a bachelor seniors, mm-hmm. right? Which you know they're in their forties. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, thirty-five, hasn't found love yet. <laughs> so senior. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it's gonna be the the intimacy kit will feature Geritol <laughs> and um, the little blue pill. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I told then, you that the, the date will be like a shuffleboard, mm-hmm. uh, limbo contest on the Lido deck, and dinner at before. five. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, and so then we've got that. Then we've got what? What's the listen signal? to your heart? Okay, how does that work? Is I, it? I, I, I believe that you just find love through music, and oh. they're trying to get the Jeds of the world on this right. show instead they're of regular to, Bachelor. They're trying to weed them out. And be like, mm-hmm. look, we don't need the. Jeds and the Wesses and the whatever. Yeah. We're just gonna go ahead and just give these people their own show. When it gets canceled, they'll all get the message and the hopefully end. go away. Yes. But um, I think you, uh, the guy and the girl, have to duet together and and they fall in love. Now, have you ever, have you seen Jenna Dewan's new, probably already canceled show? It's called um, Flirty Dancing. No. Now, so the premise is similar to the Bachelor, or whatever this. What is it called? Listen to your heart. Listen to your heart. Oh mm-hmm. God! Um, mm-hmm. But but there's two people, and they they go and they learn a dance, mm-hmm. like dancing mm-hmm. with the star style, mm-hmm. you know, Good. with a with a partner, and then or with a teacher, and then they get set up on a blind date at a random location in the city, 
and they meet and they can't talk, they have to perform the dance. <laughs> and they do it. And with, they fall like, in love. One, I get, yeah. And so, so one lady, like, look, if it were you, you uh-huh. would learn the dance, right? Okay. And, and then, then you would go and you would meet Steve, right? And Steve would be like, look at you in a meaningful way. And then the music would start and you guys would dance. And then after it's over, you're just instructed to run away from each other. And then you do it in the moment. <laughs> that was so intimate. And blah. and then you do it again the next day with Stan. Oh, or no. Paul. The yeah. same dance? Yes. <gasps> And, but and you'll know it better the second time around. Well, see, look, we're not we're not going to get into specifics here, but that's a valid point. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, so you do that, and then then uh, they put both Steve and Stan go to like separate restaurants. No. And they sit there and talk about how wonderful you are, but you only show up to either meet Steve or Stan, uh, and, and then you can say hi, I'm Lindsay, and then then you can talk. Wow. The the, the, the idea is the, the 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 connection through the expression of dance. <laughs> Are these normal yahoos or are these dancey people? I think the nor- normal yahoos. Uh-huh. I watched. I watched it. Um, I watched one segment just because out of sheer curiosity, and then the following week, I just happened to be sitting on the couch at the same time, and I watched another segment. So uh-huh. I've seen it. I've seen it with three or four people, and um, it just appears to be like you know Sheila from accounting. <laughs> it's like that looks like a great idea, and. So, but anyway, Which I don't one? they're going to fall in love with their teachers for sure. Cause right. they get I mean, to talk to them. Yeah. The guys, you know, and then but the teacher's not like that max guy with his shirt. Oh, okay. Okay. It's, okay it's gotcha. Like dance situation. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I wonder if that's sort of this, the same version here where they, they connect through the power of music or yeah. something. Yeah. Well, they all live in the mansion. Oh, do they? Yeah, and, Pete, and, and live Chris Harrison, and... our host, he he welcomes them on the wet driveway. They get out of a limo and everything. Um, speaking of, speaking of that, um, how do we feel um, like everything's going to turn out? Do we feel like Victoria just gets sent home? Do we feel mm-hmm. like there's controversy and mm-hmm. and she leaves too? I feel like. If I had to guess right now what would happen, I feel like Madison shows up to say goodbye. Yes, I agree. And that's who we see leaving. And then you've got Victoria and Hannah Ann together. And let's just say, I'm not sure which one it is, but let's just say in the hallway, he just tells Hannah Ann, I'm sorry, I can't do this. You're great blah and she leaves so he's only left with victoria he tells his mom mom wonders where madison is and then that gets in his head but he's there uncle neil gives him a ring he's ready to propose to victoria you could switch out hannah ann at that point but victoria at the pedestal and that's when chris harrison says hey we just found out madison is back and she wants to see you Wow, I, you know I I don't because I don't know remember how to... he goes to the bed he has he gets hyperventilating and goes to the bed. <laughs> remember <laughs> they put yeah, you told you said they put a like, pair so of give, jeans uh, give underneath give us a pair of jeans give us a pair of jeans give me a pair of jeans. <laughs> so it's something that makes him so it, it it affects him so much that he has to take to the bed and that's when I think he doesn't propose to anyone yeah. and that's why he says. No one can know the end of this because he hasn't chosen anyone. I don't think it's a Brad Womack situation where he doesn't pick anyone. I think it is him leaving and either Victoria gets ticked off at him and says, well, I don't want you. And then he's been maybe dating Madison this whole time or nobody. I don't know. Let's face it. Um, 
if he picks Victoria, um, that's going to be over in seconds. Yeah. Quick. I mean, yeah, it's probably I, already over with what he has, what has come out about her. Yeah. <laughs> with the with the married men and the yeah. and the girl coming to say, hey, remember I used to date you and I care about you. This girl is not wonderful. Oh, I also read another funny story about that situation. Um, Marissa was her name, Marissa, right? Marissa, huh? Blurface. Blurface. Mm-hmm. Um, so did you know they had a semi – the, the article read a semi-confrontation uh, back in uh, Virginia Beach after filming? What? Yes. Now get, get put your hand up, put your hand on the button. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> Marissa, who – I mean I just – I I think we know what her motivation is. I mean she just yes. – she just wanted to undermine Victoria because she hated her and, you know – Revenge is best served. What is that? Cold or something like that? Dish served cold. Yes. Yes. Um, So, you know, she clearly got that. But apparently the story I read, um, this is what I do in my lunch hour, by the way. I just read nonsense. Um, And uh, apparently they were in the same bar and um, uh, Victoria saw or she saw um, Victoria from a distance and decided to give her a wide berth. Um, God, I just hate to use the word birth too in the fantasy suite week too. I just feel, I feel like I could jinx somebody. Um, at any rate, um, she decides to give her a wide birth. Well, Victoria, um, somebody tells her that uh, Marissa is present and, uh, she yells across the bar. Yes. So there was some sort of verbal attack. Golly. Yeah, I mean, you got to know when to just keep your head down. That's and, right. Just keep uh, it down and just look, stare forward, stare forward. Yeah. Let the chips fall where they may. And you got to love a lady, though, you know? I mean, Victoria, um, she's like Eliza Doolittle before the cotillion lessons. <laughs> <laughs> the ride and spine. Dies mildly in the plane. (laughs) I can't. When you break up marriage thrice, then you go date Chase Rice. (laughs) I just wrote that. It's pretty good. Did you? So important. It's very important. Important. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. If you can use some exotic booze, there's a bar in far Bombay. Hey, thank y'all for listening. I wanted to thank listener reader Rachel with a sunflower by her name for sending me the link to an event in Dallas where my boy Zachary Levi is going to be interviewed by the dude who played Lex Luthor on Smallville. His podcast. That's a long sentence, but the moral of the story is that I got a ticket. And it's a good thing since I'm ready for Zach to start falling in love with me. I'll keep you posted for sure on all my socials. You can follow me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books that you can hold in your hands. Why I Hate Green Beans and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. And tour together again. Love you, mean it. Texas forever. Get you up there I'll be holding you
And now, a moment with Mama. Hi, Slink. Well, let's just all say awkward. Yep, three girls bungalowing together. <laughs> oh, gosh. And he's in love with all three. He loves everybody. He may even love me and just doesn't know it. Or not, maybe. I'm going to start with beautiful Maddie. All I have to say is she should have researched the show before she committed. Or maybe she thought she wouldn't get as far as the fantasy land. Um, Hannah Ann, she gonna, she's going to be there. And she's not giving up. But, whoa, what was that psycho hand on the screen? Uh, was it on the shower door or a window pane? My eyes bugged out a little bit on that one. I'll get over it, though. Uh, Victoria, okay, let me take a breath. She thinks fantasy land is muchly needed, so you'll know what you're getting. I promise that's what she said. She did say she had a productive fantasy date. Okay, productive, productive, productive. Um, I guess that's good. Then later on when Peter has to say, I'm sorry to Maddie. No, he's not. He had sex in Fantasy Island. Then maybe I went to sleep a little bit during, during the episode, but... All of a sudden, Peter's mom is on TV, and she said, bring her home. And I thought, bring him home? That's it for me. Pack up, let's fly away.